4: Noon hour is here, and you're locked on to Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio station. It's
0: my
4: station. It's my station. This is is, is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone.
1: Welcome on in 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Hope you're all having a pleasant day. I am. T-
2: I hope you are too. Hope you're having a lovely Valentine's Day out there.
1: All right. We've given you plenty of notice. We've told you you've got Jimmy's Flowers, you got Miki Couture. Hopefully, you listened to favorites. all of those recommendations and you're having a delightful Valentine's Day.
2: I hope so, man. Wait a minute. Because love is just the best everybody out there that wants love has it. Yeah, I see the people that complain. Well, what about the single people? You're single because you're single. Probably I, because I of something you did. I didn't choose to be single. No, no. Look inward. You did. There's love out there for everybody. There is somebody for everybody. I don't know. Oh, I'm not kidding you. Haven't you seen some of the Netflix specials? I'm not going to name any of the names, but you can pretty much find a Netflix special for anybody with any ailment or any issue. And it's like love on the, you know, love this way or love that way. And it's yeah. like, there's love out there for everybody. All you got to do is look for it. it got to look and be willing to settle.
3: Hey, put yourself out there. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Come on, man. No, 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 no. You don't,
2: nobody's settling for love. You don't settle for love. I, I have
1: a I have a friend. Uh, I don't know if I should say friend or not. I have a somebody I know very well. Okay. And um, was this a neighbor? They. No, no, no. And I will use they uh, in the terms of non-binary. In terms of, I will not disclose if this person is a man or a woman. Okay. And that person is. Um, always talking about their lack of love. Really? And like, nobody loves me. There's no good guy. I mean, good people out there. Uh, Individuals. uh, And then then they're like, and then they will turn around like, I went on a date. This guy had crooked teeth. I don't like him. (laughs) And I'm like, hey, you know what? You're not a 10. You're not going to get a 10. You got to bring it down to earth a little bit. You got to settle a little bit.
2: You know, you could go make yourself a tin. It's going to take you $250,000 yep. some corrective surgeries and you're going to have to rebuild yourself, but you know, build yourself into that person if that's what you're looking for. Yeah.
1: Like there is you're right. There's somebody for everybody. You just got to look past the warts a little bit. I'm not Sometimes literally and figuratively.
2: I am not going to say if this person is a man or a woman, but I've got somebody it's a family member. I love them very, very, very much. Yes. They're very near and dear to my heart. They are getting up there in in years, but they are a little bit overboard with Star Wars and things. And I'm not saying that Star Wars has negated a lot of relationships, but when you dress like you're a Star Wars warrior – and, oh, and, me and you me carry so a hungry. lightsaber. Me me so hungry. It, it could slow things down a little bit. And you go, to, you go to the conventions all dressed up. Yeah, it eliminates the pool a little yes. bit. Because this individual is very attractive, has so much going for them, so much going for them. A great job, great income, a, a very nice vehicle, a great place to live. They have everything going for them, but it's... they. they choose to dress like a Star Wars warrior and talk a lot about Star Wars and toting rings around for strange people to not find. like The the, the ring thing. What, Lord of the Rings? The, yeah, Lord of the Rings where they got the stinger. Oh,
1: okay. Wait a minute, the
2: stinger? Yeah, the stinger, the wand that pokes people and shocks them.
3: Huh? Is that, am I, I don't know. Are you talking about the Schwartz? My Schwartz is... No, that's, uh, no, stop it! That's no, no I know one. that's baseball. Space yeah, yeah. baseball. Is that yeah. we talking about like that? No, that type of ring.
1: No,
2: oh you, yeah, that was a ring.
1: It yes, it was a ring. Sorry. I'm
2: with you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The Stinger is the thing that the little the Hobbit carries. The okay, Stinger, but I thought we were Stinger, Star Wars. They went. We went from Star Wars to yeah, but they. But it's all of encompassing. Okay, it's like Star Wars and Willow and you know all the yeah ner- nerdy, dorky dorky, dorky stuff yeah and i'm not saying i don't like some of the dorky things but if you're looking for love sometimes you got to you got to take the the star wars characters off the shelves yes yeah and put them in the drawers and put something on the shelf that's just yeah, like when you're engaged
1: and you're engaged and 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 then she's like oh i love you so much and you're like oh i love you too hey there's something i need to tell you about um <laughs> since we're about to be married <laughs> I own three hundred and seventy-five <laughs> Luke Skywalker action figures, and then just open the
3: drawers, and then and, and they're all in the package. And you're like, "But hey, we're engaged, like right?" You're like describing a movie right now. Well, yeah, describing
1: a movie. Well, that's forty year old virgin, pretty much.
3: Um,
2: one other thing, yeah. What's that, baby? I'd like to get married on Pandora. <laughs> I'd like to be wearing End- uh, Endor a Jedi warriors outfit, please.
3: Pandora. And and instead, no, at... he 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 actually switched movies on you again, and he went he went to uh, Avatar. Is that the name of the movie? Is Pandora? Well, that's the, what the place is called. Is I oh know. I didn't know. I that. think that
1: planet's is called. I will not watch that um, movie. I hate. Pandora. I hate Avatar. Hold on, I hate it. Hold Absolutely on, hate
2: it. those nerds! Nerds! nerds. Even nerds, though, I'm telling you, there's love out there for nerds. Nerds love nerds, man. So and you, and got... you can find somebody. Even that... Betty
3: realized. Wow, I love nerds. Betty Rubble? No. What's her name? Betty. the Flintstones? Betty White? From nerds. Her name was Betty. Oh. I don't think so, bud.
2: Google it. The one that hooked up with Darth Vader? Yeah, that was Betty. Oh.
1: Anyway. So. On the moon? Either embrace the hobby and try to find somebody who will love you for who you are. Or you might need to adjust yourself a little bit.
2: But there is love out there for everybody. And I hope that people can find it today. That's that's what the kids call Tinder. And by the way, like sometimes I think you're funny and sometimes you're just not. (laughs) And what you did earlier is not funny. No, it's not funny. Lloyd, did you see the tweet I sent out about love? No. I sent out.
3: Lloyd's like, no.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. Lloyd doesn't follow me. I sent out a simple tweet. That essentially it was. Hey, just take a second. Copy this message. Close Twitter and send this message to somebody you love. And I and I wrote up just a cute little message about how love has brought me to this point in my life. Blah blah blah.
1: Hold on, hold on. No 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 no. We got to read this for what it is because this was a uh, this was very deep. Um and and I meant it when I sent it. Um,
2: uh, no, don't no, don't
1: patronize me <laughs> your your message on twitter was copy this send it to somebody life is better with you in it thanks for loving me the way you do it's that love that's giving me the strength to be the person i am i love you forever
2: that okay so lloyd essentially i put the message up there i told people to copy it and then put it on a text to somebody they love and text it to them and i've had like Two people like it and two people done it. I thought I thought this is gonna go viral because yeah. everybody needs a good love message to send on Valentine's Day. So I'm feeling all good about the tweet. I'm like, man, I hope that I can really help people embrace and feel the burning fire of love. And then my phone buzzes. Let
3: me ask you this question: Did you essentially just copy and paste the no. uh, the Pac-12s? <laughs> <clears throat> Let's consummate. <laughs> Did I copy Send
2: and paste did, did George Kelly <laughs> Pac-12 announcement? Send this out to somebody Yesterday. and see where it goes. <laughs> oh, man, that would have been funny. So my phone buzzes, Lloyd, and I pick up my phone and I'm looking and it's a message from Scotty G. So I click it open and yeah, he copy and pasted it and sent it to me. <laughs> Just up to be a total jerk. No, I meant it. You did not mean it. You did not mean it. You want to say what you're... It's not my love that has gotten you to where you
1: are. You want to to tell the people what your first response was to that?
2: I said, you're a real sucker. (laughs) That's what I said. Rhymes with it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember specifically. I just remember I was upset because I was all excited about the message. But... I hope everybody out there has somebody that they can hold on to and love and make out with.
1: So I got a I got a game tonight, so my wife and I will not be going to the romantic dinner or anything like that. Probably do it that tomorrow. Okay. But you have like you had the anniversary yesterday. Does that all encompassing for today yeah. or do you have to take yeah. your wife out to dinner tonight?
2: No, we did uh, dinner yesterday. Oh okay. Did yesterday. And had a lovely outing with each other. And it was, it's magical. She still gives me the butterflies. I i know. Every time she comes into a room, it just, I get the butterflies and I get this big grin. When,
1: when she shows up on a remote that we're at and we're mid-segment, I lose you for the rest of the segment.
2: Yeah, it's, she makes my, my heart thump a couple of times. <laughs> what were you going to say? I
1: said my lady lumps. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd, you got big plans for tonight? Going out on the town, going to dinner. I'm just trying to gloss over that, man. Yeah,
3: no, I'd like to bring that back.
2: (laughs) Yeah, how, how are you sharing your love with Jessica today?
3: Uh, you oh, know no, I'm not going to talk about that here. What? Oh, no, I'm not going to do. we <laughs> sharing plans.
2: our love with people,
1: our listeners. Sarah, I bet is right next to you, like with a disapproving look at you right now.
2: How are you going to? You
3: don't have anything
1: love? planned for your beautiful wife. Well,
3: I'm I'm busy. I'm working <laughs> oh, doing what? I've God. been working. Oh I'm, 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 my God. You gosh. know, I'm combing through sh- old shows to find segments for people.
1: Oh, come on. I told you, just send them the hey. day. <laughs> don't put this back on ah. me. So I'm busy. Are you going out for dinner?
2: Are you? Yeah, we got
1: some plans. you get some her plans. a bouquet. Don't, we got some plans. Don't go to like Five Guys or something. No, we're not, no, not doing Buffalo Five Guys. Wild Wings.
3: No, we're not doing Five go Guys. Go get
1: that Valter's reservation. Did
3: you we'll get her a, get a minky? Lobster. Did you get a minky? Doing some lobster. You're going to Red Lobster? No. Get those cheddar no, biscuits? No, no not want to go. To, not I going know, to Red Lobster. Man, I ain't hating. <laughs> those cheddar hate biscuits them. are dynamite.
2: You know what? I found a recipe for those.
3: You can recreate those at home. Oh man, they're good. Yeah, I
2: ain't hating on that whole Red no, no. Lobster deal, man. I'm you not mad there, at it. Get some clam chowder, a little bit of those lobster. I, I like to tear the biscuits apart and put it in my clam chowder. I get an extra big bowl. Mm, that's good. But I'm not Mister Sit Down to a Salmon Fillet though, because if I'm going to get some fish, I'm getting it fresh out of the lake for my ice fishing. Yes, we'll do. We'll smoke Are some you, fish. Have at you home. Uh,
1: have you plowed through all the salmon that you brought home from that trip, or do you still have some left?
2: I have a little salmon left. It's the white fish, the cod. The whitefish and the halibut. We, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: We need you to actually go on another fishing. Trip, I know. Buddy. I, 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 I had a little bit happen. of cod left. That cod is grid too. I brought, I brought
2: some fish for both of you. Yeah, I know.
3: That's yeah, what I'm, I'm saying. Know. We I need you to need go, go again because yeah. we've, I've we've gone through it. We well, like need you to make another trip. Alaska's a little expensive. It
2: is. Yeah, that was uh, that one hurt. That well, we're going to need you uh,
3: to set up another vacation next year.
2: I'm. Next year is actually your way, though. That's actually your way. We'll we'll set one up in December for the all following right. year. Hands and Scotty 97.5, seven five the KSL
1: Sports Zone. Uh, let's see. Um, Hector tweets in. Take it easy or take it easy. Hands on this love thing. Some of us don't have anyone, and you're making us jealous.
2: No, stop it. You give, do. Give Hector some advice here. Okay, Hector. First of all. There's probably somebody loving you secretly. Right and you now. don't know about it. There's an admirer and somebody that's always thought in their mind, you know, I could use a little more Hector in my life. There's somebody out there that is thinking about you longingly and deeply. Think real long and hard. Who could that be? And reach out to them. Figure out who it is and reach out to them. Your mom doesn't count, Hector. Well, you know, even that text that I put together, it would actually work for if it's Something that's just a little bit less physical but really deep emotional love, that text would still work, wouldn't it? Oh, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So if even if it comes to that, let mom know how much you love them. Yeah. Uh, I did a little gift and some stuff for my two daughters and took it to their school office so that they could have flowers and candies sent to them at school. For both my daughters. I
1: was going to ask you. You take care of your daughters,
2: right? Yeah, yeah, I did because um I I just want them to feel like, you know, they got a man that already loves them, and, and I think that's pretty important for them. I wrote them cute little notes.
1: Ah, uh, good for you.
2: Little flowers. Yeah, set that bar high
1: because, because then when they're choosing a potential husband, they're going to be like, well, this is how my dad treated me. I need somebody to treat me the same
2: way. That's what I strive for with them. And, you know, it's it's fun for a girl to go in there and get a big bouquet of flowers in the office and parade it around like it wasn't sent by their dad. I, they don't have to tell people that the bouquet was sent from their dad. They can say, oh, I don't even know. There wasn't a note attached. It's somebody in here. But you can tell that it's a very expensive bouquet. It wasn't. Hey, that's all right. Well, any flowers you buy today... They're going to cost you. Well, that's why you need to go to Jimmy's Flowers, because they keep those costs down, too. And that's what we told you, what, a week ago?
1: Yes. Jimmy's Last Flowers. Wednesday? It's the place to go. Get that done. Best Flowers? Bar none. You know, I came home with a uh, bouquet from there. What was it, a week ago? Yeah. A whole week ago? And it still looks like it just came right out of the cellophane that he wrapped it in. It
2: really, those really are the best flowers you can find. Plus, we love Mike. Yeah. And we love the whole crew out there. So give them a call. it's not too late. You can still stop yeah. by Jimmy's. Yep. And get yourself a bouquet and not be a complete loser tonight. Yep. What do you think about secret admirers?
1: Um, I was always the secret admirer, not the secret admirer
2: e. So <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I know that's not true. It's hundred percent. I've true. got the pictures of when you were with Trendsetters. Okay, stop. And, and when you were in a suit, <laughs> stop it. I, you, hey,
1: I, I had a good head of hair too back in the day. Very good, luscious,
2: uh, a ton of it.
1: Yeah, and did the whole like sweeping tidal wave thing going down. It looked good. Did you ever get your heart broke on Valentine's? Uh, not on Valentine's Day. Boy, bye
2: I did multiple.
1: Really? Oh, because you put yourself out it, there and all it, the it time. wasn't reciprocated. Yes. See, I never, I never put it out there.
2: And see, it's really difficult. It's really difficult when your mom owns a candy store yeah. and really leans into Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. It was oh, a big,
1: I bet that was a big, big huge, holiday for her. I didn't even think about that.
2: Huge, huge, huge holiday for her. And I kind of had run of the place, whether yeah. my mom knew it or not. <laughs> <laughs> And you know I could get a mug that had a big heart shape with a bear stuffed in it with a big balloon and a two pound box of chocolates, a hundred and fifty dollar gift, and I would have that in hand at the age of thirteen fourteen, yeah, so I could deliver a real power punch with a loving gift that says, "Holy cow, I love you," and very rarely in fact. I can't remember a time that it paid off where the the, the receiver was like, oh, he does love me. It was always like, oh, <laughs> it's awkward. It's very awkward, but I'll eat the chocolates. It's like, <clears throat> but thanks for these. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then her and all of her friends are all giggling and eating all the chocolates. Yeah. That you stole.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then I end up with uh,
3: Jamie Muscat.
1: That was in prison. Yeah. Okay.
3: It, it, it's, I think, still. Yeah, good, but that taught you a lot about love. Though. Did you? Uh, it did,
2: Lloyd. I know. Did no you? I'm being serious, taught me love can come in all shapes and sizes. Could
1: you like love put, knows no boundaries? Put like a pack of cigarettes inside a chocolate, and or maybe a shirt. Okay, so I
2: don't understand why you. <laughs> why do you have to do that?
3: I thought I'd get We're a laugh from Lloyd. Having, Lloyd's not look, even. A, <laughs>
2: I'm in here talking about love. Anything.
3: Love will break right through those prison walls. <laughs> <laughs> Just picturing a cookie now with some with a chisel.
1: <laughs>
2: if you're just joining
3: us, Anne's, Anne's first kiss ended
1: up in uh, prison a few days later.
2: No, not a few days later. It was like four or five years later. Okay. I was in seventh grade. She was actually a sophomore in eighth grade. She did, oh, she got held back yeah, a bit okay. a few times. Yeah. She had a couple of different struggles. she? she yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: We don't even need to share that no, part of this please story. don't. Please. Oh. It was a rough start for little Hans. Hey, you know what? But hey, look at you now. Look at you. Yes. Look <laughs> yeah. at
1: you. You've got a beautiful wife. Yeah. You've got a great family. Um, you've got a great job. You've had a great career. Come on,
2: yeah. I I know. I
1: can overlook those their, experiences those first. Shaped moments. you into who you are. Your love is what propelled you to what you are now.
2: I will tell you though, I've always had the same real drive and and zest for Valentine's. So yeah, it's al- that's always been real strong.
1: Hands on Scotty ninety seven five the EKSL Sports Zone. All right, we'll get to some good stuff coming up next. Uh, jazz. What's what's
2: going on? Uh, They've got to stop. Knock it off. Just knock it off. Uh, But the University of Utah received some of the best news that they've received in a long time. Yeah, Uh, I'm going to get to that and let people know why and what it was. We'll do that next.
3: 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone.
4: This is, this is DJ and PK. We're
3: joined now by David Locke. I have used the word tank in association with the Jazz all year, and I get the players and the coaches don't want to do that. They have no motivation to do that. This looks like a team that's going to lose games, and it looks like a team that could end up with a sixth or seventh worst record in the league. Do you think that will happen? To
4: me, tank would be that we also traded Kelly Olenek for a second-round pick with no value. The Jazz have not made a deal in which I would say the value we received for the player we sent out was ble- blatantly clearly bad that to me is a tank we're not trying to lose intentionally we haven't made a single trade with an intention of creating an outcome at the same time do i think there's a chance we could go five and twenty the rest of the way yeah Yeah. Yeah. do i think that gets us into the sixth slot in the draft position yeah do i think that actually be kind of awesome yeah Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 to 10. Presented by Murdoch Hyundai, Utah's number one Hyundai dealer for 16 years in a row. On 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone.
0: Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night.
1: Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do.
0: When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hands and Scotty, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Uh, you got some big news on the University of Utah. It's out there already, but uh, some in- insight on this. Before we get to that, though... It's a Team 49 Tuesday, and we are giving away tickets right now uh, for an upcoming Jazz game. All you have to do is call 801-575-ZONE. That's 801-575-ZONE. And you'll win tickets to see the Jazz in an upcoming game at Vivint Arena.
2: Well, the news came out last night that Andy Ludwig is going to not go join Notre Dame's coaching staff, and is going to stay with the University of Utah. Yeah. I think that that was largely due to Notre Dame looking at a buyout clause and saying, "How many million? Oh, a couple million. Yeah, that's going to be an expensive coach to bring in."
1: Also, too, I don't look. Like Kyle Whittingham's is going to have a job as long as Kyle Whittingham wants to be around. Now, I I know those years are probably numbered. I don't know how long Kyle's going to go, but there's safety in being with Kyle Whittingham. That coaching staff at Notre Dame, their first year was not great. Yeah. And they're not going to handle back-to-back years of not great football there. Well,
2: that's a really good point, Scotty. And we could probably take a sample size, Kyle Whittingham's time at Utah, I don't know, maybe six, eight different coaches total, both offensively and defensively, that have left that staff in an effort to join on somewhere. Maybe take even a, a lateral move, but a little bit of a uptick in pay, or maybe they did take a step up, trying to be a coordinator, and it just doesn't work out. Yeah, coach gets fired. Something happens. I, I can think of a couple of specific names, but just off the top of my head, I can think of three, but there's got to be more. Yeah. Over these, what is it, sixteen years?
1: I would think so. Yeah.
2: It's got to be more that of, of guys that left that staff trying to find whatever pot of gold. It, that's just not how it works for assistants. Because remember, assistants at the very most are going to get a two-year deal. Mm-hmm. So they're not guaranteed. So if a coach has a six-year deal and he's like, no, come here. I've got a six-year deal. Oh, okay. I'll come there. You sign for a one-year deal, and the guy with the six-year deal gets fired. He gets paid out for six years, and you get paid out the rest of your 250000 Yeah. And that's it. That's all you get. So it is really nice to have some consistency. The other thing Andy Ludwig has to look at, because I don't know if Andy has ever had designs to be a head coach. I feel like he's just a coordinator. Yeah, He likes to stay in the shadows. He likes to stay out of the spotlight. He is not an egotistical, attention-hungry individual. In fact, I feel like he's just the opposite. It's like, just leave me alone, let me do my job. I don't want you to even know what my face looks like. Give me I, a whistle and get out of my way. Give me a whistle and give me my call sheet and step away. I feel like that's Andy Ludwig, and which is a really good fit for Kyle Whittingham. But even when Kyle leaves, he has to believe that he's going to remain there making well over a million dollars a year to call plays for a team that is continually and consistently a contender in the conference that they're playing in. And he loves the area. He's known it well. Why leave? I know, right? Even if Kyle leaves and let's say they give it to Morgan Scully, You know Morgan's going to be like, Andy, would you – Please stay. Please stay. Because Morgan wants the same system offensively that he's been working with defensively over the years. Yep. Because there's actually a real dance that happens between OCs and DCs. And that's one of the things that was so hard for Kyle to sustain, to find and sustain. When Andy Ludwig left in 2008, Kyle went through seven offensive coordinators before hiring Andy Ludwig back in 2019. There were seven coordinators between Andy Ludwig in 08 and Andy Ludwig in 19. That's ridiculous. He could not find the consistency. He couldn't find somebody that was working within the constructs and continually firing guys. And Kyle Whittingham will fire you. Oh, yeah. I don't think he likes to. I think that it makes him sick. I think he hates it. It's not his favorite part of the job, but he will fire you. He understands where things are starting to have hiccups, and he understands, in order for me to keep my name and reputation, and I will put you on the chopping block. I mean,
1: the length and the history that he and Aaron Roderick had together, and yet he still fired Aaron Roderick. Yeah. That, That was not an easy move for Kyle Whittingham to make. Think about firing Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson, who's going to be the OC of the Philadelphia Eagles, probably next year.
2: He goes to Brian and he's like, "I know, I'm really young, coach. I know, but we've got who was the Miami coach? Dennis Erickson. We've got Dennis Erickson here is a mentor. He's going to help you along. I know, but I'm really young. I get it, but this is an opportunity. I know, but I'm really young. I know, but please do this, and we'll help you along. Mm, not good. Fire. Got to go find other place to work. He will fire you if he feels like it's not working. And here we are going into the fifth season now at the University of Utah with the same offense coordinator, Andy Ludwig. So why is it important that Andy has decided to stay with the University of Utah or Notre Dame decided they didn't want to pay the $2 million buyout? Because it gives Kyle Whittingham consistency. They know what to expect. You don't have to change a system. Maybe a new coordinator comes in and fires Jim Harding or has an O-line coach that he wants to bring in. Jim Harding has been the offensive mainstay. That is the one guy that Kyle Whittingham can trust in. And maybe Kyle tells the coordinator, you can touch everything, but you don't touch him. Yeah. Maybe maybe he does that. But maybe the coordinator that he's looking for says, I won't come unless I can make that change.
1: Well, and I think that he did that with Andy Ludwig.
2: Yes, that's right. Andy made some changes. But he didn't touch the O-line coach. Right. That was the one thing that – is that the one thing? Or Freddie Whittingham, too, I think.
1: Yeah, probably Freddie, too.
2: Freddie was there as the tight ends coach, I think. Yeah. But those two have had such great success. It's like, okay, you can come in and you can bring a guy or two. But if you go out and you're trying to find the coordinator of your dreams, a lot of times the coordinator of your dreams comes with a lot of baggage. Yeah. So I'm so glad that Andy Ludwig is staying with the University of Utah just taking a look at his four years at the university of utah and what he's been able to put together going back to 2019 the year that he came in and i'm not talking about world beating offenses i'm talking about consistent offenses offenses that stay on the field offenses that do what Kyle whittingham's defense needs them to do number one they really restrict turnovers in year one They had 13 total turnovers, four interceptions, nine fumbles. That's the 2019 season? 2019. Total of 13 turnovers. I can't remember what plus they were on that, but four interceptions from Tyler Huntley,
1: correct? Yep. Um, In fact, I can tell you what the turnover margin in 2019, uh, they were plus nine that year. Okay, so there you go. In fact, it's funny. They they only threw four interceptions. They had nine fumbles in that game or in that season lost.
2: Yes, nine fumbles, four interceptions.
1: Uh, But they had 22, eight fumble gains and 14 interceptions that year, plus nine.
2: Okay, so plus nine in 2019. They put on 430 yards per game in offense. That was the number 48 offense in the country, and it was split down the middle. 227 in passing, 201 in rushing, and they put up 32.3 points per game. In fact, he's been over 30 points per game in every year that he's been the coordinator at the University of Utah. In
1: fact, the year before, 2018, 28 points a game. Uh,
2: and I, who was the coordinator in eight? Was that uh, the uh, fly boy? That might have the been Christensen. I I can't remember who. Or no, was it A-Rod? I think it may have been Aaron Roderick. Was it, was it Roderick that was the coordinator? Was it the combination of Roderick and Harding? I'll have, to, I'll have to go back and look. I've got my notes of all the seven coordinators that were there before Ludwig, but it was no. Tw- it was Troy Taylor. That's right. See, that's that's what I'm talking about. You think about the inconsistencies from the coordinators and the head buddy yeah. that went on yeah. between them in Whittingham. So, Andy Ludwig, 32.3 points per game, 430 mm-hmm. yards of offense, number 48, 2020, number 53, offense in the country. 410 yards per game. But again, only 13 turnovers. Yeah, Seven interceptions, six fumbles. And we know the premium that Kyle Whittingham puts on ball control. So, 409 yards, 30.2 points per game. And that was in the Jake Bentley year?
1: Yeah, this is the... uh, That was the COVID year? That was the COVID year. Bentley was your uh, primary quarterback. Lisk... Had a game. Rising had one game. Of course, he got injured on that first series, and then Bentley took over the rest of the uh, rest of the season.
2: And still went four hundred ten yards a game with Bentley. Yeah. And geez, that was a tough season. Yeah, that was the uh, COVID year. Okay, twenty twenty one, the fortieth offense in the country at four hundred thirty one yards per game, and we're looking at fifteen total turnovers, eight interceptions, seven fumbles. That was Cam Rising's year. Right? Mm. The Rise of Rising.
1: The Rise of Rising who took over for Charlie Brewer in that San Diego State game.
2: So didn't start the season, but came in at San
1: Diego State and led them to a Pac-12 championship.
2: And took them to the Pac-12 championship that year. Split right down the middle. 215 yards passing, 216 yards rushing. How about this? This 46 points a game.
1: This is more a comment about Rising than it is uh, the offensive coordinator. But Charlie Brewer had three interceptions in the first three games. Cam Rising had five interceptions. The rest in the rest of the season. Wow.
2: Yeah, Brewer
3: that's, was so bad.
2: Yeah, yeah, I man. Bentley and Brewer were pretty tough to watch, and still, they were able to control it to a point where Ludwig was okay and looked okay. Yeah, and then last year, last year took a huge jump offensively, all the way up to number seventeen in the country offensively, four hundred and seventy yards a game. But 18 turnovers, the most turnovers in his time at the University of Utah. Ten interceptions, eight fumbles. But we are throwing in a Pac-12 championship game and a Rose Bowl. So number 17 offense in the country, 470 yards a game, 250 yards passing, 220 yards rushing, putting up 38.6 points per game. With a very good quarterback that is coming back. And I know there was some announcement while I was gone that there was it was an ACL. Is that
1: right? Um, I don't think it. W- it certainly wasn't announced by the University of Utah. I think he mentioned it in a podcast or something. Is that what it was? Yeah. Now look, there. Here's another thing. All not all ACLs are complete tears. Equal. Yeah. yeah. Like because yeah, you dealt with yeah. Something. You look at um, and I believe the uh, issue with am well, I spacing it? Logan Bonner but Utah State, it was not a complete tear. It was a, like an 80% tear. And so those you can rehab and you can get back. Um, so it's not a complete tear. Uh, I don't know if that's the case with Cam Rising, but if he's if they're anticipating him being back for week one, it's not a complete
2: tear. It's terror. not a complete tear. And that's what it feels like. That's sure how that's been billed for him to say, hey, I'm coming back, and them to be like, hey, Cam Rising's coming back you don't draw that fanfare unless you feel like he's going to be there in week one. Yeah. Fighting for the opportunity to be your starting quarterback. And that's certainly the undercurrent that I've been getting ever since the injury. Mm -hmm. So, I'll do a little bit of work here over the next month through spring ball and while we're kind of getting back into football and get a little bit more insight into what's going on with Cam Rising. But, I've always been under the impression that he is going to be ready and at least able to compete for that starting position week one. Yeah. That's the impression I've been under. You as well? Uh, 100%. So, the number 17th offense in the country, 470 yards, that is Andy Ludwig's four years with the University of Utah. All of them very consistent. All of them in... Very close communication with Guy Whittingham. No real headbutting. No real big issues that we've seen. Having Andy Ludwig at the University of Utah is critical. And the fact that Notre Dame wasn't willing to pay the buyout, and the fact that the last structure on Andy Ludwig's contract put in a $2 million buyout, and that the Utah's like, no, we're not going to waive it. What are you talking about? Are we going to waive that? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, he asked for what he wanted. We gave him what we wanted, what he wanted, and we said, We'll give you what you want, but this is what we're gonna need. You think he gets a raise out of this? Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, he'll get a bump. But guess what comes with the raise? Bigger buyout. A raise and a buyout. Yeah. What's that? You want an extra three hundred and fifty, four hundred thousand? All right. Well your buyout's gonna go to three million. Totally fair. Yeah. And, if he's, and take. if he's willing to sign it, I sign it. You look at Andy Ludwig's path, though.
1: <laughs> Guy's originally from Ogden, but he started at Portland State, then Idaho State, then Utah's a GA, mm-hmm. went to some place called Augustan, Augustana College, then to Boise State, Cal Poly, Fresno State, Oregon, Utah for that oh through the 05 to 08, then went to Cal, San Diego State, Wisconsin. Vanderbilt is where he had probably his
2: longest tenure. Is that crazy? Four different schools before he comes back to Utah. And then back at the University of Utah. So he leaves in 08. So he's got 9 through 19. He's got 10 years. He goes through four different schools in yep. 10 years. Comes back to Utah. It's crazy. All right. Oh, I did want to mention, too, he's been your primary quarterbacks coach hmm. through all of this. Yeah, He's got one that's currently in the NFL. running around doing great things as the backup for the Ravens. He's got one that was probably going to be a draft pick if he doesn't get injured. Cam Rising might have been drafted. Maybe. Could, yeah. If he was 100% healthy. You think
1: if Cam didn't get injured, he goes in the draft?
2: I don't think... I don't know, maybe. If you made me get off the fence on that and if he's 100% healthy... Let's say 100% Utah wins that bowl game. I think he's probably a very late round, 6th yeah. or 7th.
1: Make sure to join Unrival. Coming up on Thursday, they'll be at the RV Show at the Mountain America Expo Center from 3 to 6. Whether you're ready to buy a new RV, researching a future purchase, or exploring the latest RV accessories and destinations, Utah Sportsman Vacation RV Show is for you. Save $2 at UtahRVShow.com. This is 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Ladies
4: and gentlemen, please... Along with Scott Mitchell and Alex Keery. But guess what you also have? A lot of young players who can grow and develop, and then you have all these draft picks. And you could
2: just keep adding to it year after year, and you literally could end up creating, I hate to say it, but a massive window, a massive, maybe even a dynasty in Utah. All of a sudden, Utah becomes the <laughs> sexy place. At, okay. No, but why not? It's set up. Here's the secret. So, so all of a sudden, the new way to fight for a championship is, is we're all getting draft picks. And so of all those teams, the teams that pick right, that draft right, uh, are the teams that are going to be the ones that win the next championship. That's how his path
4: to a championship is, can you draft well? It's Unrivaled. Afternoons from 3 to 6, presented by G2G Bars. Perfect for anyone who needs a quick, tasty, and nutritious boost. The 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. And Scotty
1: 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Love is a battlefield.
2: Hey, you just brought up Russ. Where are we at with him? Russell. Russ Brook. Oh, was,
1: Lloyd was talking. We were talking about Walmart and stuff. And Lloyd's like, I
3: got to go to Walmart. I'm like, yeah, you got to pay for Russ. So oh, go to, go yeah. to Walmart. See, and that's why I won't shop there because who's less not paying for us? Who's, who's less wanted
2: at their current organization? <laughs> <laughs> Russell Wilson or Russell Westbrook?
1: Okay, Lloyd, you rolling right now? Your 2023 comeback player of the year in the National Football League, Russell Wilson.
2: I I want okay. the NFL season to start
3: right now, right now. Russell and, Wilson. And if he's not. Come on over to the Raiders. And, right? All right. You still rolling? Here we <laughs> yeah. go. Let's the, roll. The Denver
1: Broncos will be a playoff team in 2023.
3: Oh, they should. Like, how they weren't a playoff team this year is amazing. Because they had a crappy head coach. Now, stability.
1: If, some accountability. Whatever itty you wanted to throw on there.
2: Okay, this is what I... I can okay first of all I'm agreeing. I do think Russell Wilson is going to have a huge uptick and a surge because number one he's been embarrassed. This yes. whole foundational issue where he's only giving 22 cents for every $1 that comes into his foundation actually goes to some type of charity. That was embarrassing. His season was embarrassing. Teammates telling him to get off the field. The the complete lack of ability to get any offense going, it's an embarrassment. So he should respond to that because he's got some name value that's attached to this, should respond to it. He's going to have the staff that's going to be able to put him in the positions to win. Sean Payton knows how to use a mobile to slightly mobile quarterback. Mm -hmm. So Russell Wilson is going to be in a better offense. And I think that Payton is going to get a lot of different pieces around him. So I totally agree with that. But the other good news is, if within the first five weeks... Russell Wilson is not looking resurgent. And I know how much they're paying him. Sean Payton won't put up with it. Yes. Sean Payton will say, You're done. This sucks. We're making a change. And the organization will look at how much they're paying him and what they went through to get him, giving up draft picks. And they'll say, Whatever you want, coach. And say, I said, I'm not messing with this guy. He has become toxic. His head is in the sky. He's more interested in his name and his wife and being famous than he is winning football. I'm not doing this. I have to win. So get rid of this idiot. Sean Payton will do that. Yeah. And he's got the power to do it. So I do think that Denver returns to some level of prominence. I do want to throw this caveat out. If they do make it to the postseason, they will not get to a conference championship. No, I could see them being a wild card. I could see them maybe even getting a divisional win. Maybe, but not winning in a conference. No, no, no,
1: no, no, no. I'm not. Look, my head may be in the clouds.
2: It's not that far up,
1: and I, I think it'll be a wild card team. But I think it's,
2: it's a possibility. I want the I want the Broncos to get back because I'm excited about my Raiders. Too. Well, I know okay. you have a lot to yeah. be excited yeah, about. There. Don't,
3: <laughs> don't don't do
2: that.
1: Don't Aaron Rodgers is coming to town. Let's go, Lloyd. What you know that Scotty's being serious? Yes. No, he's not. Um, Don't be a doubter. Derek Carr is uh, what? Sometime today he's kicked off the team. Right? Yeah,
3: yeah. Sometime today. Got should to happen today. All right. There you go. Make him play. I, I think they should make him play. The, great, hold it, hold just the feet completely, to completely. So you You're,
1: submarine his career. So you were going to ask about Russell Westbrook? Yeah, well, we'll ask David Locke about Russell Westbrook. Perfect. We'll hear from David coming up next. 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone.
0: It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison.
2: Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today.
0: I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com